Hi strangers, I'm Katie. And I'm Devin, and this is Shoulda Stayed Home. This is a podcast chronicling crazy, scary, dangerous, funny, unbelievable encounters that made everyone wish that they would have stayed home. We have a handful of our own experiences uh, that came up on a campfire night, and we thought, damn, this would make a fun podcast. If anyone out there has a story that they would like to share, you can click the link in the episode notes. Um, We have an easy fill-out form. The form link is also available on our Instagram bio and Facebook page. You can also choose to remain anonymous. We all love a good fake name. Yes, we do. This podcast will be a a ride filled with laughs and what-ifs and hopefully awareness of your surroundings. If this sounds like your kind of ride, hand in your ticket and hop on board for this wild adventure. Today we're sharing some personal encounters involving first dates that definitely should have never happened. I'll go ahead and start with my creature in the dark story. Um, And it's a little crazy and I'm a little bit stupid, but uh, (laughs) at the end of it, we learn some things as adults. So uh, it was a a cool fall evening and I had decided to log onto an online dating platform for my first time ever. Uh, I was newly single, and I wasn't sure how to meet men since I had moved to another country. A coworker had suggested online dating, and so I made a profile, and I uploaded a few pictures, and within minutes, I had dozens of responses in my inbox. Now, I know what you're thinking, wow, she's so cocky, but no, I'm not. I had uploaded a picture of myself shoving cake in my mouth. Men are just very desperate. <laughs> what kind of cake was it? Uh, it was a strawberry shortcake with this really good whipped cream icing. It was really good and it was like a pound cake. Um, If you're from Michigan or if you access to a Kroger, that's where it's from and it's so good. Sounds amazing. Totally is. Anyways, so I was looking through the messages I'd received and let me tell you, and I'm sure you probably can agree if you've done any online dating before, a lot of these men, woof. Gross, (laughs) missing teeth, unemployed. The dating pool seemed slim. A lot of weird dudes on there who think that they're a 10, but they're like a one and a half. I came across a man who was about six foot seven, and I was already ready to marry him because I love me a tall man. Who doesn't? I kept looking over his profile, and it said he was a principal, and he was pretty attractive, so this seemed promising. Do you know what kind of principal he was? I mean, like, what did he look like? Um, I don't know where he was a principal or what principal kind of, like what kind of principal he was. It just kind of said he was a principal. Um, who knows if he even was because online you can be whoever the fuck you want and it really sucks. Um, he was blonde. He had blue eyes. He was tall. He was really fit. Um, it said that he was like a past jock, which should have been like alarming bells in my head because jocks typically are douchebags. Uh, Everything seemed perfect other than that, so we exchanged phone numbers after some time chatting on this dating app. When we started texting, he had asked me if I would like to meet for a drink, and since I am a loner and had no plans and I was free, it was ridiculous, I said, sure. Why did you give him your number, though? Like, couldn't you just continue to talk to him on the app? Totally could have totally done that, and if this is your first time doing online dating and you're listening to this podcast... Don't give out your number so fast because, um, (laughs) not a great idea. I didn't know giving out my phone number was bad, and it was equally bad that I decided to meet a stranger after only an hour of chatting. 
but um, I'm naive and stupid, and so we decided to meet up at a local bar in our area. I was getting ready, and I hopped out of the shower to see that he had canceled. He said his dog was sick, and even though I was sad, I understood, and I told him, no problem, we can reschedule, and that I was ready to just curl up in my bed and watch something on Netflix, a true crime documentary or some other <laughs> stupid thing. However, before I could send that text, he said, unless you'd like to come to my house for a drink. Of course, like a stupid idiot, I agreed without thinking of the consequences, but I also made it very clear to him that I just wanted to meet up and talk. I was not down for any type of hooking up or hookup. He said he was cool with that, but also there was a dog there that I could pet, so of course I was on board. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were actually going to go to this dude's house? You only talked to him for like 10 minutes. I know. So, I don't know what I was thinking, or if I was thinking at all, but I got sucked in. And by the time I got ready and got directions from him and got there, it was dark. It was about 8.30 at night in the fall, so it was pretty much pitch black when I hopped into my car without telling anyone where I was going or what I was doing. This was also a mistake. Don't do what I did. Absolutely tell everybody and their fucking brother where you're going if you're going on a a blind date with some random person you met on the internet. I drove over to his condo complex, which surprisingly was very close to where I lived, and parked in the parking lot that he explained for me to park into. He was the fourth condo down, and so I had about a 30-second to minute walk, depending on how fast you can walk. I have little legs, so about a minute for me. So I parked in this parking lot, I locked my car, and I started walking down the sidewalk in the dark. There was no street lights, and some creature, yes, a creature, came at my legs from the night. I was so confused because it kept running into my shins. I swear to God, this was a godsend from the heavens above to tell me not to go any further. I mean, what what was it? Like, could you tell, like, a squirrel? Like, anything? I couldn't make out what it was. So it was, like, much bigger than a squirrel. I feel like it might have been, like, a skunk or maybe, like, a <laughs> possum or Let something. Let sprayed. I don't fucking know, dude. But it was literally running at my legs. Did it, like, three times before I kicked it and then it ran across and scurried back across the street it was like something from Stranger Things I swear it was probably like a Demogorgon or something I don't know that was definitely a sign to stop and not go into this dude's house I know I don't know what I was thinking I just kept going like an idiot so I was so shocked by this creature that I got out my phone and called the guy to say hey I was literally being attacked outside of your condo by this creature and he literally thought I was making it up and hung up on me (laughs) he was pretty uh careless when he answered the phone so that should have also been an indication not to go any further but of course I'm an idiot and I did so I collected myself and made it to his door and knocked he answered and was exactly the guy in the pictures one step down I'm not being catfished he invites me into his condo that is definitely broville is it like a major bachelor pad Yes, let me put it this way. He had a Michigan State flag as his curtains, LOL. (laughs) But all (laughs) cells seemed normal. We sat down on his couch, and he was basically two feet taller than me, which is a dream come true. I'm five foot, and he was six foot seven or so. He asked me if I like football, and he had a football game playing on the TV. He's just like a basic bro. Yep, totally a basic bro and he literally started bragging about his days as a college athlete like I could give a royal shit. I was already over the state entire date experience. He had zero depth or intellect and then he started trying to make a move on me. Didn't you tell him beforehand that you just wanted to like chill and not do anything? 
Yeah, so I literally said through text and on the app that when we meet up, I just want to get to know him and that I'm not an easy girl. I don't give out on the first date. Um, I was not interested in anything sexual. So he was very much aware of that. And I don't know what made him think that like he could do what he did. But of course, he pushed himself, he pushed himself on me as he tried to kiss me. I pushed him away. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then he tried again, but more forcefully. I said, you are scaring me. And for an instance, I swear I saw a bit of mercy in his eyes and he stood up and got angry. I then noticed there was no dog toys. There was no dog, no sick puppy. No, there was no dog and no sick dog, no sick puppy. I should have realized this much sooner, but I was so... Um, enamored by his stupid curtains being a flag <laughs> that I just couldn't really think about the dog at the time. I then said, where is your dog? Mostly trying to change the subject because things became awkward as fuck at this point because I had turned him away twice and he was super angry. He said he laughed at me and says he doesn't even have a dog and if I'm not willing to put out, he has another broad. Yes, he said broad coming over soon and I need to leave. I shot up and was glad to get the hell out of that place because I was worried he was going to rape me or kill me or both. Ew, what a crusty... That's disgusting. I don't, I don't know. It's just terrible. I'm normally pretty outspoken when defending myself or others, but I was so shocked by his behavior and what had happened. I literally said nothing. I collected myself. I was numb. And I was thinking about how... I was thinking about how not one person knew where I was this whole time. I was really thinking he could have killed me, went away with my body, and nobody would have known where I was ever again. And that all went through my head while I was walking out of that condo, thankful that he gave me the mercy of letting me leave, because he totally could have overpowered me. I got back to the parking lot and sat. I locked my doors and I cried in anger. I don't know where it came from, but I just felt so betrayed by this. I went to text him and tell him off because then I had gotten my bearings. In the one-minute walk back to my car, he had blocked my number. I went onto the dating platform to send him a message there. He had blocked me on there as well. And when you block somebody on this dating platform, it, it deletes the entire message thread and the person's profile. I was positive this guy had sinister plans. And for some stroke of luck, when I said he was scaring me, it was like a light switch turned back on and he was able to get himself grounded and get me out of there before he decided to do anything worse. So I then emailed the dating platform to encourage them to shut down his profile. I, of course, never heard anything back. That's so fucked up. I can't even believe that he didn't have a dog. I know. So for the love of God, please don't be dumb like me. Please tell people where you're going and when. Share your location and for God's sake, don't go, a strange, don't go to a strange man's house because they have a puppy. There are probably many stories out there like this, and I'm sure I had a... And I'm sure. I had a friend of mine look into this man after what had happened, and it was not even his condo. It was his friend's. He probably, hopefully, wasn't, e wasn't even a principal at a school, and I'm positive that at the end of that night, he probably at least forced himself onto another female. Um, I mean, I hope he wasn't actually a principal um probably 
a, just a good sounding profession to like learn women like oh he must love kids that's so true and I didn't even think of that at the time but like the fact that he was like a principal and that he loved dogs was like a total like target for most women because women are like oh what a <laughs> nice guy kids. we love them um you know, so it's very, it would be very easy for anybody to get roped into a scenario like that, but hopefully hearing this story, or hopefully just in general you have more experience and more um, smarts when you do do online dating, it's so important, I can't stress enough how important it is to tell at least one person where you're going. Be safe out there, ladies. There's a lot of douchebags like this one out there. I hope to God he hears this and he knows I'm talking about him. I don't even know what his real name was. I don't know anything about who he was other than what he put on a profile. And with online dating, you can be anybody you want to be. It doesn't mean that's who you are in real life. Yeah, that's definitely true. I I still can't believe you went to this guy's house, though. Uh, friends, please do not do that. I always meet in a public place. Um, I don't know. I guess I didn't do much better in my situation with coffee shop Garrett. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. I can't wait to hear it. Um, <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so about nine years ago, uh, I was still living at home with my mom, and uh, I was recently single after breaking up with what I thought was the love of my life. Honestly, that relationship as a whole is a should have stayed home story, but probably for another time. I feel like we all have one of those, don't we? I mean, I know for sure I've had plenty of those situations where I'm like, hmm, this is a fucking waste of my time. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, probably. <laughs> Every Saturday, uh, my mom and I would go grocery shopping, and um, at, when we were done, we would always stop at a local coffee shop on the way home, like, as a little treat, and a few previous times that we stopped in, there was a cute guy working, and I guess... I sort of thought we were being a bit flirty, but I'm kind of clueless usually with that stuff. Plus, I think when you work at a coffee shop, you tend to be more, like, personable and cheery, so I really didn't think that he was singling me out. Um, but that day, um, when he slid over my drink, he also added his phone number on that little cardboard cuff thing. His name was Garrett with one R. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one R. And I played his so cool um at least I think I did but mm, how smooth but also how douchey yeah I think it was the one R that got me uh <laughs> <laughs> I like okay I don't know anyone that spells Garrett with one R but okay um Oof. I waited a couple hours to text him I didn't want to like move in too quickly um we texted back and forth for about a week and during that time uh, I learned that he lived with his grandma and that he was thinking about moving out of state back uh, in with his parents, who I guess lived in South Carolina. I'm being oddly specific. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was also weighing on the option of, like, whether or not he was going to stay in Michigan based on, like, if he met someone. Um, I feel like that should have been my first red flag, but, you know... Girl, big red flags. It sounds like a stage five clinger. He was willing to like risk his whole life's 
plan over you. I mean, it's kind of like a gross thing to just like throw out there when you first start talking to somebody, but um, I don't know. It, it crossed my mind that he was making it like a thing that we were talking, but I liked the attention after my recent breakup, which could yeah. be like a toxic trait of mine. I feel like that's everybody. That makes me feel a little bit better, but yeah, so I don't know. The upcoming weekend, he asked uh, to take me out on a date. Um, he said that he wasn't working on Saturday and wanted to take me to his favorite coffee shop, which was not the one that he worked at, um, but he asked me to meet at the one that he worked at so he could drive us to the other one. Um, I told my mom, of course, of the plan. I mean, I'm going to be 31, and I still tell her exactly what I'm doing. Katie always also knows my exact location. <laughs> Not in the mood to get killed. Uh, at least you're smarter than me. Good for you, and more responsible. That's really good. I'm just so paranoid. Like, I, uh, I don't know. Like, it's just, with all the crime shows and, like, all the, right? the documentaries that I watch, like, I can never be too careful, but. Seriously, though. I mean, I don't know. I pulled up to the coffee shop, and he was already there. It was the only car in the parking lot. And, I mean, not car. It was a van. It Mm -hmm. was a Mm -hmm. brown, rusty Mm -mm. van that had blue duct tape (laughs) holding up the side mirrors and, like, keeping the windows in place. Mm. And (laughs) um, that was the second red flag. Shouldn't have sounds like a van straight out of a rob zombie movie and a rusty van girl do not go that sounds like a major red flag scenario my gut feeling was like nah don't but you know still went still got in the car go with your gut girl (laughs) go with your gut what are you doing i mean well he got out of the passenger van just kidding that's not what happened he got he got out of the car, opened the door for me to get into the passenger side, and I felt like I felt like the van should have not even been able to like be allowed. Like it should have been illegal to be on the road. Um, oh, that's nice. It didn't have like the the seatbelt that crosses over your chest. It was just a lap buckle. Oh my god! Which I'm very sure that that's not allowed to be on the road anymore. But. Um, I don't know. The coffee shop he wanted to take me to was like three towns over and it was 40 minutes away. And I was really questioning, like, is this something that I should be, I don't know him. Like, I don't, I shouldn't have went in, I shouldn't have went. The red flags were not vibing with me. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's so random to drive that far for a coffee shop. There's literally coffee shops on every corner. They're everywhere. So stupid. It wanted. He was his favorite one, though. I don't understand that. Um, (laughs) I. He was kind of a snob. Um, he sounds like a weirdo. I mean, I don't know. I got a better feel of him while we were on the way there, since it was like forty minutes away. Um, he was a complete asshole. Uh, he. He wouldn't stop talking about how much he like loved fighting, and, (laughs) and I. When I mean fighting, I mean like. I, I picture street fighting. Like, that's yeah, me I too. Pictured. Like the like, Fight Club movie. Yeah. But, like, he's like, well, I was in wrestling. and I was on the wrestling mm-hmm. team in high school. And he just loves, like, plainly he just said that he loves to be aggressive. Was he short? No. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you got, like, short man syndrome or something. <laughs> no. I'm I... Shocked. Nope. Um, he was just, I don't know. I couldn't believe just, like, 
how does someone enjoy being aggressive? Like, it just, mm. what a fucking clown. Like, I don't know. He sounds like a very weirdo. What a surprise. A jock who is aggressive and rude. I'm noticing a pattern with both of our dates so far. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call him a jock. He was super thin. Like, just imagine tall, skinny guy with black hair and in a band. I mean, mm. the best description I can offer is that he was an emo boy. That's kind of cute. I remember thinking I could take him, though, if he made a wrong move. Yeah, for sure. I would pay to see you and this man, for sure. I could definitely take him now. But I remember talking to him about one of my friends who, at the time, uh, she was a female bodybuilder. And I was thinking, like, maybe we could talk about that because he was interested in, like, I don't know. Being a jock. (laughs) Yeah. Fighting. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, instead, he was like, female bodybuilders are disgusting. And I was like oh okay uh that's that's my best friend so I was kind of already not feeling him anymore with just how much of a cocky asshole he was being on the ride over to the date spot oh my god what a surprise a dude who fears strong women I wouldn't have guessed that at all he sounds like his penis is the size of a fucking tuna can (laughs) what Okay. Um, <laughs> like, oh, like right there. Oh, real oh, short, like the, like the, the yeah, the, like a sardine can. Yeah, like a little tuna can, like a chunky light tuna. <laughs> Those are round. I they're very like, round, but they're very short. Like, you couldn't like a, do anything with it. Thinking like a hockey puck dick or something. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. What are you gonna do with a hockey puck dick? You couldn't do a dang thing with it. It's literally just sitting there. It's got no length to it. That's him. I bet. I'm glad we don't know, but... (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, never got that far. Thank Thank God. God. No, I... Thinking back, going on this date with this guy, I must have been really desperate to, like, go through with it, I guess, but... I mean, we get to the coffee shop, and he's just, like, doing the most, opening the doors. I mean, he he did pay for my drink, like... That's nice. That's good. (laughs) I mean, we sat on, um, out on the patio. I mean, it was a summer day. It was, like, super nice out. Oh, that's nice that he at least got your coffee. I do love a man who opens doors for you. That's really, really attractive. That's that's not all I got. <laughs> uh, he just opens his mouth with all this tough guy shit and how much of a catch he is and that I'm, like, lucky I met him. And oh, my God. I, mm, and he's like, I should be grateful I'm taking or I'm on this date with him. Mm. And at that point, I'm like, I am not. I'm not doing this. That and is I, not a vibe. No. And I... Straight up told them, I'm like, I don't think that this is going well, and I want you to take me back to my car. I got up from the table, and I started walking back to his shit-ass van. And I should have just called my mom at that point, but... Why um, do all these dates act like the date went so fucking wonderfully when they're literally the worst? They're so delusional. (laughs) I wish I knew. I, like, they are delusional. And I'm, okay, so I'm just, I'm walking back to the van kind of like rushing a little bit I'm like get the fuck out of here and <laughs> he like I'm I'm like reaching for the door handle like I'm like just one centimeter away from grabbing it and he comes up behind me and like picks me up and twirls me around like I'm some fairy princess or something and then he says only I open the door oh my gosh so low-key that's kind of hot if the guy wasn't a douchebag <laughs> Um, I would love a guy to, like, lift me up and open the door for me, um, but with combination of being aggressive and you being so blessed to be on a date with him, it sounds possessive, and he sounds like he doesn't respect personal space, and I think he's a misogynist, so what a great package there. I mean, he was just a fucking douche, and I'm like, 
what happened? What just happened right now? I was like, do not grab me like that again. I don't know. I still get in the van though. And on the way back, um, he basically is just talking shit to me at this point. Oh my God. I'm not giving him what he wants. And he's like, asking me like, why am I acting like such a bitch? And he why? actually called you a bitch. He sure did. And I oh was my like, God. <laughs> and I'm like, why, why am I not appreciating him taking him or taking me out? And <laughs> so many other girls would have had the best time. And like my personal favorite was, I was thinking of staying here for you, as in not moving out of the state to live with his parents again. Ugh. Bro, why does he think he's God's gift to women because he rolled around on a mat with another bro in high school? I am deceased. <laughs> and that's ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, but anybody named Garrett is already a douchebag labeled in my mind just because the name <laughs> no. Garrett. I have a nice friend named Garrett. Sorry, Garrett. Nice one. I don't like the name. Shout, we have a shout it's like out. A, it's like a Brock for me. Like, if I hear the oh. name Brock, I'm like, you are totally a douchebag. Yeah. I don't even need to know anything more. Or Hunter, douchebag. I mean, okay, we'll give a shout out to the nice Garrett with two R's. Yes. You're great. You're, you're a good I guy. trust it, because Devin <laughs> says so. Oh, my God. I mean, the whole, like... I thought I thought I was gonna stay here for you like no like please move away I I just I don't know I couldn't believe that he was like what like even saying that to me like he was so weird consider we just met I talked to him <laughs> for like eight seconds like no that's not even in the realm of like normal behavior and he was yelling at one oh my point God. and I started to get emotional you like uh do you know that meme um whatever it is where like that that sad girl is laying in the street and like it's just raining pouring down and she's just I don't know yeah I felt like that I was <laughs> I was looking out the window I had tears in my eyes and I remember oh my God. when we still had like um headphones with like cords I mean they were still yes. like the ones that go in your ears yeah but I put those in and I remember I just like was listening to Guns N' Roses like really loud like this. Oh my god, that's probably dangerous. <laughs> what if he like was trying to stab he, you? He, I mean, he was driving and like I know, but oh my god. Yeah, I was listening to Guns N' Roses estranged, like super loud, and I just was like in my feelings like so hard. And <laughs> he was still talking. Like he was still thinking that I was listening. I'm like, oh my god, this is not even real. So I don't know. We were getting close to uh, back to the coffee shop, and um, I remember that I had my finger on the seatbelt release and then my keys in the other hand, so I could like press unlock to my car like as soon as I seen it. And like the second that he stopped, I jumped out of the van. I ran to my car. I got in, slammed the door, locked it. Like boom. Oh my god. And one second, and I mean one second. After I locked it, he was at the car window, banging on the glass, <laughs> pulling on the handle, and he's, like, yelling, but, like, I, I I don't even remember, honestly, like, what he said, really, but just, like, please, like, let's talk, and I put my key in the ignition, and I just remember, like, I don't even, maybe I killed him and, like, ran him over, I don't know, but I flew out of the parking lot like a damn jet yeah wow i guess you bolting from the car you ignoring him the whole ride back um <laughs> and you having like no eye contact wasn't enough indication you were not interested in him because he's obviously god's gift to women oh my god i mean i he was gonna move here for me he yeah was gonna, he was gonna stay in michigan mm. for me 
but psychotic behavior uh, he was saying like let's talk but it's like what? talk about what i don't know my heart was beating so fast and i just like lost it on my way home um i was crying and it was just like an emotional experience and like I, yeah i get it when i walked into the house my mom and my stepdad were sitting on the couch and they were like oh my god like what happened and they both wanted to go up to the coffee shop for like months to i don't know like beat his ass like really like my mom just like, <laughs> going and beating someone's ass but she was ready and i was like at this point like let's just let it go like move on from it i'm not hopefully he moves away <laughs> now but i just hope that i i didn't go to the coffee shop ever again i was not ever wanting to see his face ever again dang if my daughters had a story like that someone is absolutely dying garrett at a coffee shop you would die if that was my daughter garrett please <laughs> move off the planet if you're listening thank you so much i mean even after though he still tried texting me too and that's I, so crazy i wanted to stay here and be with you and now i have no reason to stay kind of stuff so i blocked him we love I, gaslighting <laughs> he wow i feel like that was that was like happening before it was like a cool thing to do to like other people but i don't know he i hope that he moved away yeah we don't need a pe- we don't need any more douchebags in michigan <laughs> we have enough of them thank you so much <laughs> well and that's the story of a coffee shop garrett um but m- most importantly what did we learn from these experiences um well i learned to ask for a picture of a dog <laughs> as proof that you have a sick dog made with like a thermometer in its mouth or like a nice little ice pack on its head so i know that you actually have a sick dog <laughs> proof that the dog is yours also yes like maybe like your name pictures. on a piece of paper in front of the dog the perhaps. adoption papers yes yeah, something 100 percent also don't be going to a complete stranger's house and don't get into a serial killer van to get a free coffee true true damn we had some wild ones but we're very normal gals who just wanted to have a good time so that's why this podcast is great because i feel like a lot of normal run-of-the-mill gals and guys there's probably some crazy chicks out there too if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you have a good story we would love to hear it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman there are crazies on both sides of the spectrum if you have a crazy experience and you want to share it please send us your stories that is how we will get um more uh experiences to share on on our podcast here and we really want to hear everybody else's experiences the good the bad the ugly the fugly but I am excited to, like, hear from other people and, like, read other people's experiences. Um, don't forget to click the link in the episode notes to, ac- uh, to access the fill-out form. Um, it's pretty easy. It's just it's going to ask for your email, ask a couple of questions, and then there's, like, a full text area for you to type in your entire story. I don't think that there's uh, a text limit either. Um, but thank you for listening. Until next time, folks. Bye!